God damn radio on the fritz again. In the the case of nuclear or radiological fallout, people living around potential targets such uh, as change military that. bases I and can't chemical be plants that again. may be see, advised see to evacuate. Oh, hey, put on that barebone show you were listening to the other day. May 5th, 2023. Welcome to Bare Bones in Web3. This is episode 30 with your host, Saber, EJ, the founder, and B-Bands. It's your weekly dose of Web3 news, opinions, and market analysis and updates. This show is sponsored by Space Skellies, and please see the links above for more information. The show is entertainment, news, information. Don't be silly. This is not financial advice. None of the topics discussed should be taken as such. And if you're interested in these topics, please do your own research. Now, um, in today's Bare Bones Newsreel, we have MetaMask integration with PayPal. So apparently you can directly add Ethereum to your MetaMask. Um, since payments was just launched, will you be using it? So remember when PayPal was toying with the idea of push, punishing people for misinformation or having certain views that they might de- deem like finable. And so essentially kind of keeping a so- social credit score on, on your behavior and then like finding you via PayPal. Um, I just think it's very interesting. Yeah, the plans for that was scrapped, but I think it's very interesting now that they have are integrating with MetaMask. And in my opinion, it's almost like another set of eyes on your transactions. I went into my head a little bit and thought about, you know, what if they decided to bring um, the idea of fines, but attach them to your crypto transactions and decided where you stand as a person via, you know, your social credit score in this like dystopian landscape. So I went a little bit um, tinfoil hat on this situation. Do any of you guys want to chime in on PayPal, you know, integrating with um, MetaMask and if you guys would use it or what you think? I don't even use PayPal ever since. My PayPal got hacked like 10 years ago. It just completely put me off because I've never been hacked like ever. All they did was buy some stupid game. I think it was like FIFA soccer. I don't know what it was. Clearly not me, but uh, I just was completely put off from it because, yeah, I've literally never been hacked. And I just thought if you're not, if their back end is not tight enough, then I'm just not going to use it. And so I've never used it since. So I haven't actually followed it, but it is interesting they're integrating with MetaMask. Oh, it says EJ's trying to request to speak. I don't know what's going on. On my side, um, it shows him as a co-host with a little blue dot next to the C. So you might have to do something on your end because I can't do anything. Um, EJ, I removed you as co-host. I think you're going to, I'm going to um, approve you. Oh, he just left, but that's okay. He'll be back. Um, all right, we'll go on to the next one. Oh, there he is. Uh Oh, we might. I don't know. Twitter was acting a little bit buggy this morning, and I know that there was like an iPhone update. So we might be having some issues with that. But let's just go on to the next story um, since Rival Bears is quietly waiting. (laughs) 
So the U.S. Secret Service is to hold an AMA, and this is to educate crypto users. The name of the team that's going to be um, the Secret Service team that is going to be interviewed is called the React team. And a subreddit community, the subreddit community mods will be questioning them. So the goal of this AMA is to acknowledge that crypto will be an important part of the future currency. And they're also here to protect people against pig butchering scams. Um, and also funds being hidden from tax authorities. So this actually is going to be happening in San Francisco, California. Um, is, I've, you know, like more and more integration, people are trying to uh, get into the blockchain and and, poli and police authorities are, are too. So remember how um, the ones that issue the red notice, they are, what, what, who's the one that issues it? Interpol. They actually have a metaverse and stuff like that with Interpol agents in there to train people for like metaverse crimes. So this is just following along the same um, lines. Then we have um, this headliner. And I just wanted to bring this headliner up only because people are saying, oh, the metaverse is dead, uh, blah, blah, blah. But Animoca Brands just boasted that they have $3.4 billion in cash and token reserves. So money is still coming into the metaverse and brands are still building. This is not a sleeping giant in my opinion. I think things are just happening and people are just not paying attention. Does anybody wanna, no, all right. Huh? Well, we've been, we've been talking about how they've been big, big, big brands. Remember, I think we talked, was it last time, time before, about how like big, big brands, like they're building, they're just building quietly. It's not like, you know, super hype or anything like that. But that's what happens. That's what happens when whales are accumulating, right? They don't they don't talk about it. They don't share any news about it because how are they going to continue to accumulate uh, for a long enough period of time? Is is if it's quiet, and then then they'll start, right? They'll, then then you'll see they'll start pushing news. Excuse me, sorry. They'll start pushing news and things like that. I love it. And I love it. Then they'll do the run up. Well, she's watching. She's watching Rio, and the birds go caca. <laughs> she she gives them real to watch. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I gave Mayor the mic as well. Um, Mayor, did you have something you would like to add in before we go on to the next one? Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I just wanted to wind back a little bit to the PayPal and MetaMask thing. Um, I. I'm almost a boomer, so PayPal kind of onboarded me to crypto. So, so um, I think any integration that PayPal does to like really get further into making the on ramps easier is a good thing. Am I a big fan of pay PayPal? I mean, not not the biggest, but I do use it, and I think them integrating MetaMask is is an overall positive. Yes, can can they? maybe down the road have more control over your crypto yes but they've they've opened up doors where you can um offload your crypto to uh to um self-custody so i think it's a good thing anyways thank you thank you i mean i'm sure it is a good thing for adoption but i think my whole my tinfoil hat goes on as soon as i start reading stuff like that especially when they're like we're gonna find you for like misinformation or we're gonna find you for your like what what you know what you think and stuff like that so both those yeah. things i feel like I, could I happen just, like go ahead. i i just think overall to get non-crypto people introduced into the whole other world um you're gonna need um legacy 
um, web two companies to do that. And I think, um, PayPal is doing that. So it's, it's just, in my opinion, like it's, it's tough to cross that bridge. It's it's getting easier, you know, since like 2020 and 2021, but it's tough to cross that bridge for, for non-tech savvy people. True. True. And then, um, you start using PayPal, right? And then this brings me into my next story. So the EU is, um, they are drafting a law to force crypto firms to disclose their users' holdings to tax authorities. So if this passes, which it looks like it's going to, um, I pulled this from a Coindesk article. It's the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, the OECD, um, is set to be agreed upon by finance ministers next week. So this will allow tax authorities to share 20, uh, to share data with 27 nation block. So this is essentially a data sharing law. And with that, again, sharing information in, in, in that and making sure that people are paying their taxes or, you know, there's nothing strange going on. I think it's a good thing because there has to be some kind of, you know, protection for people. And not protection, but like taxes, even though we hate them, they have to be paid, you know. It's it's all about the KYC regulations. And, and I think that's one of the things that a lot of people are going to have to either accept if we want mass adoption is the whole KYC and these old companies uh, being in line with regulations and stuff. So it's it's this trade off, you know. True, true. And then I think I only have two more little things to hit on. Um, This is another headliner. Um, I pulled it from Decrypt. And so basically Microsoft, Goldman Sachs and other big firms are uh, back. Firms back the launch of a financial blockchain. So the Canton network is essentially being um, made to um, tailor to the needs of financial institutions. There's going to be 30 participants, Paxos, Goldman Sachs, BNB, Microsoft amongst them there. And what they're doing is essentially trying to create this huge network and um, they want to grow their own financial like blockchain or build their own financial uh I said grow, but build their own financial blockchain. Does anybody have anything they'd like to chime in? Rival bears or anybody on that? And if not, then I can just go on to the next one. Um, so AI tooling is going to be used to create MakerDAO's new blockchain. So they're going to use AI to build a blockchain and they're going to integrate AI tools. So once they integrate these AI tools and they build a blockchain, there's going to be a new set of tokens that you as a user had on a different chain. And you have the choice to either upgrade your tokens to the new um, tokens on their blockchain and burn your old ones, or you can keep your old tokens. I thought that was very, very interesting. And hey, real quick, bands, do you you said that was a decrypt article about that um, financial blockchain with the yes? Can, can you DM me? That's interesting. Can you absolutely, DM me absolutely. Link or post and um, rival bears? Yeah. See your hand up. Yeah, I think AI is so cool. In my opinion, like I, I want to find a way to integrate that with my project too. Like I want, I want to look at all the different AI tooling that's around and see how. I can make use of it for my project. I think AI is, um, I think it's super cool in my opinion. Yeah, it's, you know, it's amazing. It it cuts down a lot of work. That's all I have to say about that. I love it. So um, on that note, those were our, you know, little headliners and stories today. If um, we can, I guess we'll hop on to uh, our uh, Sabre scene. You have something special for us. We were changing some stuff up. 
I was just going to do a quick little um, crypto recap. Not too much still to me has happened. Uh, if I can do that, and then we can move on to. What do you want? You want to talk to Rival Bears next? Yeah, and then um, or cool. if EJ if EJ's prepared the recap, then uh, you know. You can do his two K. So just quickly, uh, just doing a quick update on the charts today because still not really much has happened. So on the weekly price did touch that two hundred SMA trading just below 26,000 uh, before buyer stepped in to close the weekly candle body. It was like 26,940 is where it actually closed. Um, so the body of the candle did close below that 10 SMA, but above the 200 SMA. So right now price is in a tight range for the weekly time frame. So you have that strong resistance above as well as strong support below. Um, on the daily price touched the 100 SMA, but it's currently rejecting the 10 SMA above. So what, what I'm still is still waiting for price to touch that 25,200 area. That's the top of our demand zone. And just to even trade within the demand zone before going long on Bitcoin on the higher time frames. Right now, risk reward still favors shorts until we can get any sort of volume in. There's just still no volume. There's been no volume since March. And so you actually need to see strong buyers come in to push price up. That's all. Thanks. And thanks for that quick recap, EJ. Do you have a uh, quick recap? Um, not not last week's, yeah. just this week's, right? You probably <laughs> no. I, I have uh, no. So for yeah, so we finished and closed last week. The S and P five hundred is down two point nine. Nasdaq up point four. Dow Jones down one point one, and Russell two thousand down one point zero eight. I did have in my notes actually PayPal. Um, has to be paying attention for that as e-commerce and competition and digital payment space is rising. That is kind of interesting that you have that on yours as well. So I didn't want to say that. Uh, so pay attention to PayPal. Some interesting things happen. Um, not much happening this week. We have a few things on Monday. We have Open AI with Sam Altman today at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tuesday, we have uh, the retail sales report. It could get a little bumpy there. Wednesday, we have the housing report. Um, expected to be around 1.4 million. And then Thursday, initial jobless claims should be around 255,000. As you guys said, Sabre is showing that we're in a tight area of support, supply and demand right now. So any of these going south, or in other words, missing their mark could be very catastrophic for the market. Uh, and then to close the week out, we have Jerome Powell, ha heaven forbid, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday. So it looks like Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Pay attention to the market, but that's really it. Uh, we don't really have much going on. Uh, just stay safe. As you guys always know, have your stop losses set into play. Have your safety, re safety precautions when you're going into trades um, in case you get busy and, and something comes up. But that's all I got. I'm going to pass it back to you, Bands. Awesome. Look at that, guys. We did it. We, we we hit the 20 minute mark. We got a whole bunch of information out. So we got a little extra time to hang out with Rival Bears today. Um, hey, Rival Bear, how are you? Max? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> good. Appreciate it. So, early. You know, is it early? Is it really early for you? No, it's not that early. It's 9 a.m. Oh. Oh, you'll be all right. 9 6 Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Wait, wait, hold on, Max. Did you just say I just walked into my building? Now to walk back out. Did you say nine a.m. early? Is that what you just said? 
I didn't say I didn't say it's early. I said it's early, but not that early. I mean, it's, it's regular. <laughs> okay, early. I just want to make. I, I'm just messing with you, man. He hey, said, I'm glad you're here. Wait a minute. We're happy to hear from he you. He said it's regular early. What is regular early? <laughs> it's regular early. So like we got we got early, regular early, and we got like late early and express so early. Got regular early it's, is like nine a.m. to like eleven a.m. Early early is like eight a.m., seven a.m., six six a.m. You know, that's early, early. But regular early is like that 9 to 11, you know, on a regular day, you just wake up. around. I'm just giving you a hard time, man. Hey, whatever your sleep schedule works for you, everything else is irrelevant, man. No, at least we know how to schedule for Rival Bear. We'll be like, okay, Rival Bear, this is a regular early show, not like an early, early. Is that okay? All right, so listen. Oh, go ahead. No, I was was just going to say, you know, like, are you guys like more like morning person or or a night person? Like, what would you consider yourself? Hundred percent a night person. I was gonna say me too. Like, I feel like I'm so effective at night. Like, my ideas just flow so crazy at night compared to like the morning. I don't know why. Morning, I'm like looking for breakfast. I'm hungry. I'm doing all this other stuff. Yeah, me too. Like that slow start to the day. I'm just like, no, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need to get better at that though. That's why I'm here. Yeah, I'm here bettering. I know. Myself. Same. I'm here improving. Appreciate that. Have kids. It helps. I don't know about that. Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's Orphar. You said that. I got real quiet. I was like, really? <laughs> um, so quick, do you want to give us a quick overview on your project? Just like a little bit about just Rival Bears and then we can get into our questions. Um, you can tell us a little bit, you know, about what, you know, what you hope to do and and your NFT project and like what you guys are getting into. And then we can go into our questions. Yeah, I'll give like a quick like one minute rundown. Um, yeah, we're a collection of five thousand bears um, from five different tribes with five different breeds. Uh, my collection is is really based on a lot of creativity and a lot of the innovative things that we want to do. One of the main things is the bear club, where uh, where we want to provide job opportunities, want to provide art exposure, also access to blockchain courses, certificate, and degrees. We just partnered with Blockchain Council, which will be giving us discounts and access to a lot of their portals and and uh, courses. So all of our holders will have access to basically all of their assets, and we'll be able to you'll you'll be able to get you know certificates and degrees at a discounted rate so you'll be able to become a student in their portals and all that stuff so um that's a really really cool partnership that we'll be um fully integrating with them after mint uh we do have our mint announcement coming this week so be excited for that it will be a treasure hunt that we'll be announcing for the date and the winner will receive a free nft uh from us post mint and then uh, we'll be dropping a, a really, really cool illustration. Uh, some of the other things that we have coming as well is like a comic book that we've been writing. Uh, we've all been putting it together. And of course, the art, we, we do it ourselves. So we'll be putting all of that together and sending out. We have two two editions of it. We have a gold standard edition and we have just the regular standard edition. Uh, the gold one will be for our legendary holders which a legendary holder is somebody who holds a bear from all five tribes. If you hold a bear from all five tribes, you will also have a chance of getting a one-of-one airdrop to you for free. Um, And there's 12 one-of-ones, two of each tribe, and two female bears as well, which we'll be dropping a female bear this week. So you guys can check that out. And, uh, yeah, it should be super, 
super cool. Um, we also have a gaming team that that we're that we're uh, opening up, and we'll be opening tryouts for that. Hopefully, at the end of this week or beginning of the next week. Wait, we've been pushing it back a wait little. Wait a minute. Do you said tryouts for your gaming team? So basically, like you, like you guys are going to put together a gaming team, and people come and try out to see if they're like good enough players to be part of the gaming team, and then you would like versus others. Is is that what is that what you mean? Correct. So the gaming team. Sorry. The gaming team. It's- <laughs> Is Rivalware Gaming, right? And we have an application already set up on our website, which we closed it um, before because we're, <laughs> I think that there'll be like a really good amount of applications and we only want to accept 50. So you'll be able to attach a game clip. Um, also choose the game that you want. We have multiple different games that we'll be uh, doing tryouts for. So we're doing, you know, COD, Apex, Overwatch, Valorant, PUBG. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head if we have another one. Wow. But those those games, and we have a game. So you'll be able to attach a game clip, your information. We'll be picking the top 50 that we like the best and that we think are, you know, are, are able to compete. And then uh, we're going to hold a public tryout. So we'll be streaming the entire tryout. We'll do all of it together. And then we'll be picking 20 to be on the Rival Bear gaming team. And we're going to start out with a league. And then through there, then hopefully start competing at different esports events. And uh, yeah, is that why we'll be? Is that why you named it Rival Bears? Because you're like rivals against other people. Like you guys are competing I mean, we can get and to stuff. Name. I'm just curious. We get, I, I no, but we can get. But it does fit in right. Uh, but yeah, and so yeah, that's pretty much a little rundown okay. of what's going on right now. Um, um yeah. Saber had a question. Um, I didn't want to take her question. That's okay. Um, so my question is about the art. So what inspired you to draw in the style that you do? And what led you to choose your like a bear as your main focus? Yeah, I mean, at the time, when, when I had thought about the idea, uh, I was looking for the right, like, like, I guess, animal to draw. Is I wanted it to be an animal because I've always loved the animal NFTs. Like I've just been a fan of them always, and and when I started looking, I I saw that there was a lot of monkeys. Obviously, there was like a lot of lions at the time, and then there was like um, the first idea that I was like a dragon, but then all the dragons. There was a bunch of dragons as well, and then at the time, uh. When I when I had thought about the idea, like okay bears, I think hadn't came out like fully yet, or I think they were barely coming out, and I was like, and but I had already like convinced myself like bears, like nobody really had too many bears, from what I remember, and then okay bears came out, but I had already thought of my idea, and I was like, nah, it don't matter, I'm gonna just keep going with it, and then, and then yeah, and then I started going with the bears, and then I thought about like, okay, like well, it'd be cool if I like. If I do a bunch of different, uh, like we do different breeds of them, since there's like brown bears, there's black bears, there's pandas, like we add all of those into the collection and we give them all their own personal like element. And so then I just started drawing in the style that like I like the best, which is like just clean cartoon. I'm not the biggest fan of like goofy, like like really, really like crazy cartoon, like where it's very... um. You know, it's like super out there, like very goofy, very playful. I've never been the like 
a fan of drawing it. Not that I've never been a fan of like looking at it or having it, but drawing it, like I, I like clean. I like clean lines. I like easy, solid color palettes, nice shadows, super cool lighting. Like that's always been my style of drawing. And that's what I like to, that's what I like to do. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I actually do vibe with that a lot more than the goofy um, as well. So I, I, I do really like the way you draw. So I was curious if, you know, like, have you been drawing since a young age or did you pick it up like in middle school, high school? Like what led you to even begin drawing? No, I always been drawing, always, always been drawing. And like, it's crazy because like when, like I, I've always been drawing, but like in no way, like I've taken any, like, you know, like school or, or courses or anything like that on drawing, um, which is a big reason why Josh, my, my artist that, that I met, right, my friend, he's, he does like the final edits, he does like the final work and all that stuff because he went to school for it. And like, I, I always know how to sketch and, and do a lot of the line work, but he just, his, him with the color palettes and like the, the shadow and everything that he does to the end, the texture of it like he's insane with it and uh, that's kind of like how I met him in school right like it was I went I was a business major but he was actually an art major and we just ended up meeting and boom that's how it happened oh that's awesome thank you I'll turn it back to V-Vans thanks um so we all kind of like already know how you got started and but like um I've seen you spending a lot of time in spaces. How how are you managing your day to day? Like, uh, do you feel like this project has kind of taken over, you know, your life? How do you disconnect? And I mean, I I know as a founder, you might feel like you can't, but I just kind of wanted to know where you were at as far as being able to like, you know, disconnect or or are you only you know focused on this? I'm just curious. Yeah, no, right now I'm terrible at that. Um, I I am 100% zoned into my project right now, which uh, is isn't a good is a good thing, but it's not a good thing at the same time because yeah, I felt the pressure already. Like I'm starting to feel it. I'm feeling it, and I'm like, man, it's much harder to be a founder than some people think. Like it's insanely hard, um, especially like with me. Like I'm so like. Like, I need to know what's going on with my project. Like, I have, like, you know, like, you know, my team and everything. And, and I don't like nothing going out without me seeing it. Like, I need to see it first. I need to, like, review it. I need to go through it. And sometimes that delays some things because I don't always love everything that we do. And so until I love it, then, like, we put it out. And then I'll be like, okay. And sometimes, like, that creates delays and it, like, takes us off schedule and it becomes a problem but at the same time like it's a good problem to have because I think like even if we're like pushing things back like it's it's for a good reason it's because like I I need it to be like to the best that I that I can deliver it because like if you do it right the first time sometimes you don't have to go back and, and fix it you know what I mean and so that's my thing right now when when it comes to that and I do need to get better I have I mean I feel like I've been doing a little bit better like I, I went to the movies the other night I like um I went out with my mom yesterday took her took her to go get some airpods she wanted we had some dinner you know things like that and 
it's always fun. So, but yeah. Thank you for being so honest. Um, but I definitely suggest if you can, you know, try to unplug and give your mind a rest. Um, because it's it, it's it's good for it's good for you. You know what I mean? It's good to like think for a little bit. Um, I was doing this like nonstop for like a really long time, and then um, I decided to like give myself like weekends off, and I I feel a little bit better. You know, but it's 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 all it's all different for everybody. You know. Um. So my other question is, what was the last NFT you bought? and why the last nft i bought like okay so this question is interesting because like i need i need more specific like it like nft that i bought that i wanted or nft that i bought like because i was supporting the project and i was just like you know what is the last nft you bought so like whether or not you were just supporting (laughs) so i just want to know and then why because and then no let's do both why don't we why don't you say what was the last nft you bought because you're supporting you know, like a friend or another project in the space. And what was an NFT that you bought, like purely because like you, Max, the person yeah. wanted it? And why? Like, do you want art, utility? Like what was speaking to you at the time? Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, the last NFT that I bought like to support uh, was the bo- Boxbees Mint. Uh, the guy, Billy, the founder, He's he's been super, super supportive of my project. Uh, he comes into the Discord and like supports and like he he messages me. He's been doing that for like a couple weeks, and so when the box bees minute happened, like you know, I I went and got me like I think I got two because they were only like ten matic if I remember correctly. They were like ten matic I think. I got me like two, and um, I mean it's like it's fun it's fun art. It's like uh like little <laughs> gift boxes and like like as in a head. So, I mean, they're cool. So I got those, you know, to support and be a good founder. Um, last NFT that I got that I wanted. Hmm. Oh, let's go look at my thing. I wanted. <clears throat> He's like, that was about six months ago. <laughs> Yeah, I actually haven't really been buying like that like that I truly want that like I've been doing like my own research and like just win and, and bought one I haven't like in the at least like in the last like month or two months because like I've been so focused on my project like I don't I don't know. Like I just haven't really been like zoned into it. I've been buying other other projects, like I got the box bees. <clears throat> I did uh uh give me um what are they called? The GECs or the ones that dropped with Alpha. I got me another one of those. I got one with, with the Alpha. So I got me another one of those to support. Um, I have some Polygon Pandas. I got a uh I got a Sidel. I, I really like the Sidel. Actually, I could count that one. I like I like Mush and I like Sidel and, and I like the project. But I did give me one of those and like I would have gotten it like even if I would, if I didn't know him, I would have got that one. So I do like that one. Okay, fair enough. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. Saber, did you want to ask another question before I went up? No, that's okay. I was just going to mention it's funny. I like how logical and like realistic and just like straight to the point Max is because I'm really similar. So 
it's awesome <laughs> yeah like i try to be like as transparent as possible i'm not gonna lie to you guys like i'm not gonna lie that <laughs> i have not been looking at any other dudes uh outside of like me supporting like projects that that i know and that are around and i know are good people that's another thing too like i'm not gonna support you if i don't know that you're you're a good person um and that you that you're actually care about your project and what you're doing and then like yeah, like, I, I feel like I have a good sense of knowing genuine people. And so um, I usually know that. And if and if you're not, or if I don't really feel your project like that, I'm not going to support you. That's me. Well, that's good. I mean, you got some standards. <laughs> so listen, my question, I have another question. Uh, the reason that, like, I was asking you that and... um it's kind of like maybe like a paragraph question uh a lot of times projects share audiences you know especially since this space is like a niche space how are you expanding your audience outside of this space so like how how do you feel like you 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 stand out um against other projects because a lot of times you know we are sharing the audience we are sharing you know communities and um i was just kind of curious what your thoughts were that on that yeah, no, I feel like I. that's the thing, too. Like, I was talking about this in another space. It's interesting how, like, we hop on different spaces and we shill. And most of the time, you're shilling to, like, the same people because those people are most likely already in your community. Polygon is so small still that, like, almost everybody has pretty much the exact same community. Almost. Not saying that everybody's in the same communities, but a lot of the core people pretty much are um which is interesting now me personally like i've been trying to to um connect with people on different chains as well um especially with with like the solana people Ethereum people um the avalanche people uh i've gotten to know and meet some some really cool people on those on those three chains and and uh yeah i just feel like it's it's interesting because like I think that also um the demographics in each chain are very different. I feel like Solana is a lot of young people like myself. I started realizing that when I like when I started talking to a lot more like Solana bros out there like these dudes are literally like my age and and a lot of them don't really even care about like utility you know stuff. So they have their minds so set on like just brand and marketing like it's it's insane like i was talking to a, a big group group of them and here and hearing the conversation in the space with them and they were like basically talking about like their age and they were talking about like what they think that you know a successful project is and they were like oh well like it really doesn't necessarily matter like it's all about branding it's all about marketing blah blah, blah. which i get it i get the the mindset behind that um, I don't necessarily agree with that 100%, but it's it's interesting to see, like, the crowds in different chains. And I feel like Ethereum, you got a lot of the whales in there. You got a lot of the, the big people that were in the space, you know, in the beginning and that are kind of just only Ethereum maxis, basically. And uh, it's good to have some people from Ethereum to know your project because I feel like a lot of the big the big buyers come from there. So it's just interesting understanding everything. And uh, I'm trying to take a little bit from every chain and kind of learn 
and provide some value to everyone, right? I want to be able to give to everybody, to those that just care about like badass art and really cool PFPs. I want to give that to you too. And for those that care about utility and being able to, um, to provide some value, I want to give that to you guys too. Um, for those that care about just like marketing and having some, some kind of, of, of you know, uh, ROI in terms of that, I want to give that to you guys too. I want to give a little bit to everyone, a little bit of everything back. So I try my best to, to cater to the audience, right? Cater to whoever's out here supporting me. And, uh, and yeah, that's basically what I've been learning. And I've been catching on from different chains. Nice. So the crypto space moves extremely fast, right? So people are like, what's your five-year plan? Well, you, you can't say that in crypto. So let's talk six months to a year from now. What, have you hope, what do you hope to accomplish in this space? What is your in six months to a year? What what, what are you what are you hoping your accomplishment to accomplish? Yeah, six year plan. Six, six month plan. Yeah, like <laughs> six months, one year. Just you know, in a little bit of time because this space moves so quickly. Like I, trying to go beyond that, I just it feels like it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. Um, six month plan. So I plan on minting at the. Uh, I hadn't asked it yet, but it will be sometime around the end of this month um so that that would be and that would be super fun what what i plan to do on that day just to i guess like be a little bit more specific is i want to have like a rival bears day so i don't want it to just be like you guys go in there and just mint you know just press a button and that's it like i want to hold a whole day where we celebrate our mint day um by holding contests doing events we're actually going to have a talent show as well that day so we're going to have a little sign-up form for you guys to do a talent show. And if you want to sign up and, like, do different things, we already already pretty much know a couple people that will be competing and, like, you know, they'll be singing, they'll be doing some other stuff. So we'll be doing a talent show. We'll be doing giveaways, doing a little contest, obviously holding spaces. And we'll do that the entire day, um, you know, before and after we, we uh, go on Mint. And uh, so that'll be very exciting. Um, after that, I want to, so I want to take care of, of like a couple things with the project. One of the things that I want to take care of are the people that supported me, like since the beginning, like in Polygon. Um, EJ's one of them. Uh, Matic Man, Kenny, Randolph, uh, Shan, uh, even Mister Mint, um, Ghost. There's a couple other people, and what we've designed, we we put together this like really cool care package. Um, I have this, so we put together this box we designed and it has a bunch of really cool stuff. Well, it will have a bunch of really cool stuff in there and I'm going to send that out just to those people um, exclusively from Rival Bears. It'll be the one of one box only for them. And um, I'll, everybody in that list will get one. So obviously like later on, um, I'll get with everybody on that list so um, we can get together so we can see where um, we can ship those out to and do that so that's one of the things that we want to provide at the end um we also obviously we're opening up our DAO. we have um the comic book that'll be released and then we'll do the one-on-one draft in a way um we will hold a contest where like one of the legendary holders will be able to pick their one-on-one um and only one person will be able to do that and then the rest will be airdropped in a raffle be it like a raffle kind of system and then um 
So I guess overall, six one five. I really hope to be like a a really solid, really good project in Polygon. I don't want to say I want to be like you know the number one project or anything like that. I mean, obviously that I feel like that's everybody's goal, but I do hope that like I am, I am one of the projects that they look to, and and you know they say like those those guys are doing it right, those guys are doing a good thing, and um, I I just want to I don't want any red flags. Like I I want I know that there's gonna be you know some obstacles and there'll be some hardships that come along that way, but I just want to do the best that I can, and I want to give back. And uh, I want to make the best out of what we got and hopefully give our community the return that they wanted and, and you know, fill expectations. You know, hopefully that we are what, what we say we are. Thank you. That was um, comprehensive. And um, I'm so I, I bet you EJs and all these guys who are going to listen to this and hear you know, that they got something special coming their way. Is, it was a nice little surprise. Um, before I uh, try to close out the show, I want to see if uh, anybody is interested in asking uh, Max any questions for their project um, or had any comments. Just kind of wanted to open up the floor real quick. Yeah, and EJ finally got back in here, so he might have some do. Oh, Mayor. Yeah, if no one else has anything real quick um max nice to meet you um i just one i guess one of my questions about it, it seems like this is um you haven't minted out yet or you haven't minted you haven't even started the mint yet um and it's going to be five thousand um i guess my question is um why polygon i i know like i really wasn't paying that much attention until um the youths until you know frank made the big announcement that they were leaving solana and i thought that that was like a a big, big deal. And, um, that's when I really started paying a little bit more attention to NFTs on Solana. So can you, did that influence you at all last year in 2022? It sounds like you had some Solana backgrounds. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome question too. Um, so I didn't necessarily have Solana backgrounds, but I mean, well, I guess you could say that. I mean, when the, the way that I started like in NFTs, right. It was, me and my brother, we shared a phantom wallet and we would just go on Magic Eden and, and freaking mint different Solana projects. And uh, so I was always familiar with, with Solana and um, and just the ecosystem in general. And obviously I knew about D-Gods and uh, I've always been a big fan. And uh, initially, I started a project, I wanted to mint on Ethereum, but it was it was. We we got together and we thought about it and we were like, man, it, it'll be really hard to make on Ethereum with, with um, one the kind of capital that we had initially, right? The Ethereum projects have insane amount of investments and the way that they market and the way that they grow in there, it's just insane. And the fees were just way too high for us to be able to make that possible. Uh, then Solana, although Solana. I still think like has really, really cool projects. In fact, I think that branding and marketing wise Solana is like at the top. Like you just look at the new projects that are coming out. Mad lads w went insane. Like they literally went insane that, that week when, um, when Seidel and Rokuro were actually minting. And I feel like they took the spotlight away from everybody else. So it's insane the, the, the way that Solana markets and that, 
and also the support that they have from like Magic Eden, for example. Magic Eden is not supporting no project the way they supported Solana projects, which in a way makes sense. I mean, it's it's a homegrown yeah. it's a homegrown chain, right? Yeah. So yeah, I, I think there's interesting dynamics. Sorry to interrupt, but I I, I love hearing your back your story a little yeah. bit. Um, there's interesting dynamics that how the marketplace can set the tone for the chain. Because if you have a very, very strong NFT marketplace with lots of volume, that's going to attract the users. And I think that's what Magic Eden did for Solana. I, I am not very familiar with Solana. All I know was last year, like the volumes with, with NFTs were, were strong until the whole, everything went crazy in, you know, October and November. But anyways, go ahead. Keep going. I'm, I'm listening. It's good stuff. <laughs> no, yeah, you're completely right. Uh, Magic Eden is, is like, it's literally huge. And, and I think they have so much influence in the market and so much influence on different and different chains as well. Like the amount of influence that they have on Polygon and Ethereum of um, Ethereum whales and, and maxis and all that stuff. Like it's insane. And so I started thinking like, I started looking into Polygon and the reason that I started looking into Polygon is because one, it was so easy to network one. And like I could connect with, so many founders one of the things that 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 i feel like i lacked was experience and being able to have a connection with a lot of people such as ej such as matic man such as kenny that have almost been like mentors in a way they've been able to teach me a lot of the things that i i needed to learn i knew that i had a team and i knew that i know my way around the chain i know my my way around web3 i know everything that that is needed i know the basics but People that already have their own projects and have minted and have time in the space as founders, I wanted to learn more from them. Yeah, it's a whole different level. Exactly. When you're, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole different game. And I've learned that throughout these last few weeks as well. Um, being a founder, like it's it's much harder than people make it seem. And, and there's a lot of work that goes into it. There's a lot of things that are cut out. And um like I like I was saying earlier, like I, I'm very big on just putting out what you love. And so it's very hard sometimes to me for me to put out something just to put it out, right? Like just to put out information. Like I have my illustration for the launchpad partner that we have, um, and the date I designed the illustration and and it just isn't what I wanted it to be. And so I redraw I redrew the whole thing. And then I told uh, my uh my friend Josh, like, no, we gotta work on this better, bro. And I tell my brother, no, we got to redo it. We, we've, we've done, we've redone it like three times already. So like, it's those delays. And Polygon was just, it's just so, it's a different community. It's so different. Like everybody knows everybody, which is insane because you don't see that anywhere else. And I feel like just knowing that and knowing the backgrounds that a lot of people come from, like having those connections are so essential to us. And because they're so, projects are still barely starting to emerge in Polygon, I feel like it was a great space and a great way for us to emerge and be able to be one of the top projects. I am truly confident in Polygon. I'm truly confident in Web3 and I'm truly confident on us. And so I truly believe that our project could be one of the one of the top projects on Polygon. And then eventually, you know, hopefully we can do some other cross-chain um, collections or even collabs and, um, or, you know, different things in Web3 on different chains as we keep growing and as we keep becoming bigger. So I think Polygon is a great start. It's almost like you could say like level one uh, and growing and becoming better. And I thought, I don't know, I love it here. 
And so, yeah, that's pretty much why. Cool, man. Thanks for sharing. And I, I definitely agree. It's, 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 I, I hear your story as far as like you love art, but you also understand there's a business as- aspect around it too. And I think that's hopefully that'll be a great combination for you because I do believe that there's a lot of artists out there that don't understand or, you know, you, I don't know, you remember the term like in real life, there's like starving artists that have excellent, excellent art, but they just don't know how to like make money with it, you know, or they don't want to in general. You know, I know some artists in real life that are like that. But then there's other artists that, you know, they have a partner or someone else that helps them along and says like, man, your art's amazing, but, you know, you really need to, you know, monetize this for yourself. And um, so anyways, there's that that whole uh, tension, I know, with a lot of artists that that have that. But in Web3, it's like a whole different ballgame. It's like, as Bans was saying, everything's moving at light speed. And you also have to learn the technology aspect of it, too. But anyways, I best wishes to you. And I hope I hope. All the success, man, for you and your project. Hey, thanks, man. It was it was nice to meet you too. And yeah, just to just to piggyback on that a little bit, I think it's it's interesting. I had this conversation on another space too, um, where they were talking about if art was essential to a NFT collection, right? Because there's a lot of utility projects that don't really care too much about the art. They don't care too much about a PFP or anything like that. But I almost find it that like art itself is a utility as well. Like the way you present your project and the way like people can follow your project and also like represent it all really lies within the art. And I know that like a lot of people out there are not artists. Right. And, and I'm sure that's, it could be, I feel like around this time it's hard to find an artist that, that you can rely on um, and that you can keep in your project for a while because you need to have a, a good amount of artists on your collection or on your entire project that can follow through with a lot of the things that you want to present if you're going to go that route. And so I think art itself should be like an extension of your project. It should represent it. It should actually like showcase the world, what you're trying to do. So art itself is a utility. It's also representing your brand. It's also your marketing tool. It's also what you're presenting. Like a lot of the things that you're, that you're, let's say you have, you know, a really crazy utility a lot of those things can be represented through the art. You can showcase what it does. You can show the design behind it. All of that is art. Art isn't everything. And so if you use art correctly, market it correctly, and use it in a business model, I think it can be successful personally. And so that's what I uh, what I was discussing on that space. You just reminded me of that. So appreciate it. <laughs> Well, it looks like we got EJ back. Um, we're we're about to hit the hour, so we should close the show down. Um, EJ, did you have any a thing you'd like to ask Rival Bears? And then maybe after that, Rival, if you want to close it out with a final thought, and then we can do the announcements. I don't have anything really. I just know Max and Max and I uh, been talking quite a bit over the the past few months, and I don't try to bother him too much. As many founders are, we're so stretched thin. We only want to reach out when we have uh, something important to talk about, really. Um, but I do need to do a Rival Bears giveaway. Maybe I think we got, what, 30 to 50 of those? We need to give those whitelist away because <clears throat> I'm going to forget. And then it's going to be two days before mint, and Max is going to scream at me and drive up to where I live and, and whoop my butt. Um, but we do need to do that. So any um, Max, I know I connected with you the other day about that, but we'll take care of all of that this week. And yeah, keep doing what you're doing, man. It's um, 
it's a space that moves a hundred mile an hour and you always feel like you're not doing enough and you're not doing it fast enough, but just know you are doing enough and you are doing it fast enough. As long as you're one step every day, it's, it's more than others do. And, and a lot of people would be very happy to be where you are as far as having a non-minted collection, but have provided a place where people enjoy to be. Um, that's, you know, a lot of people can't even achieve that even after minting a collection. Uh, but I will say the real work comes after the mint. It's not before the mint. Everyone can mint. It's what do you do after the mint? And I think you got a good good game plan. Um, and take your time to get there because when mint hits, everything comes alive tenfold. And you better know what you're doing. Your community will be gone. And uh, I've been happy to just be the audience in the background watching what you've been building and just keep doing what you're doing. Everyone's here to support you. So like you said earlier, just reach out if you guys need anything. And that's to anyone in the audience as well. If you guys ever need anything, a lot of these founders do want to talk to you guys. So just reach out to us and we'd be more than happy to talk. Thank you. Um, was there a final word you would like to leave us with, Max? Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, appreciate you guys inviting me. Um, always fun to talk to you guys. Love you guys. Uh, come through the Discord if you guys want to find out more about my project. Uh, tomorrow we'll be hosting a space. Uh, so EJ Saber, B Bands, if you guys want to come through, come through tomorrow. Uh, I'll be announcing the treasure hunt hopefully later today, and then tomorrow we should be dropping the official date for um, Mint and the Launchpad partner. And yeah, exciting time coming. So thanks, guys. Well, hold up. Are you guys are launching on Magic Eden, right? I don't know. Maybe Tuesday you'll, you'll find out. I, I was going to say, I hope to goodness you're launching on Magic Eden. That'd be the only place I would ever launch a collection. Uh, yeah, okay, we'll find out. I'm sure you're on Magic Eden. If you're not, I'm really confused. I don't but know where I'm, I'm looking at, forward EJ. to it. I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm just messing with you, man. Hey, Max, thanks for coming by. And Hey, guys, I do want to say that we are over about... 86% staked on our collection, almost coming into 90%. And uh, if you guys can't stop by Max's space later, we have a space as well with Wreck Dogs and Aplians and those guys this evening. And thank you for showing support for our show that we host every week. I know the ladies put in a lot of time and a lot of work. And they're going to be taking... Have you, hey, uh, Saber and Bands, have you guys told them you're going to be taking some time off coming up? Um. No, not yet, but we will now. So we're going to take the month of June off to be with our families because it takes a lot. It's a lot of hours of, of work to, you know, get all this content together. And then we have meetings to make sure that we can present it well to you guys. So we need to just take a little, you know, June break. Uh, Mayor, we asked Mayor if he wanted to lead some of the bare bones shows. So that is something um, that EJ and Mayor, I'm going to be working out for the month of June. So stay tuned on that. And um, I think we should, uh, Saber, you want to do the announcements and then we can like uh, close it down. Next week we are going to have, um, we were supposed to have kudos here from Rec, from Rec Gang. So I sent him a reminder. Um, I'm not sure. But that is who is planned for next week. Yeah. So I want to mention that just um, up at the top, I pinned the tweet uh, for Rival Bear Space tomorrow. It's the fourth one in. So just go up there and you can just click 
um, you know, the, the little reminder button so you can go. It's a really, it's a really good show. Um, I really like popping in there. Um, he always has some good guests and, you know, I love hearing the updates. So please join that. Um, EJ, so sorry, back to announcements for Space Skellies. EJ mentioned that we are close to 90% staked. So stop staking did open May 12th within our DAP and it is ongoing. Um, you will be rewarded in Starlates, which is the in-DAP only currency. And that will have many uses and utilities. Some that I know you guys are aware of are, you know, little like loot boxes and uh, there will be upgrades to the art. So not a bad idea to start collecting those. You know, it doesn't cost you anything to soft state. And so definitely get in there and do that. Um, if you hold a Space Skelly ordinal, ensure you have verified your ordinal for access to the Bitcoin Citizen server within the Discord. There are regular updates now for airdrops and whitelist, as well as just helpful conversation regarding uh, the Bitcoin ecosystem. Uh, lastly, the spaceships that hold the long-awaited evil skellies will have access to the polygon, sorry, to the polygon bridge to migrate after the small, sorry, after the small spaceships mint on polygon has minted out. And that is, is planned for sometime in June, maybe uh, middle of June, I believe we last spoke about. Reveal for the evil skellies will be 48 hours post mint out. So you will have that time to bridge should you want to reveal as soon as possible. Thank you. <laughs> Mayor, don't get ahead of yourself. Okay, in June, okay, in June. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so listen, real quick. My question is, if your um, space skelly is for sale, like on open seas, can you still soft stake? Or can you, those aren't, those cannot be staked. Yeah, they can be staked. So it's the same thing as the elixirs. Uh, with the elixirs, you are, you are basically soft staking just by holding them in your wallet. But if you sold, like, you know, it was, a, it was every 30 days you got one elixir for two skellies. So if you held two skellies and on day 29, you sold one of them, like it was listed and it, it, it sold, you would not get that elixir. So um, same thing with, I believe, your skellies, you know, if you're, if you're soft staking and then it, so it sells and you forfeit that Starlace. Yeah, I do want to yeah. say, too, that the Starlace is actually pegged to that NFT. It transfers off of the sell of an NFT. So if you have your Starlace, let's say you have 50 Starlace on your, on your NFT, if that sells, you lose all 50 Starlace as that is pegged to that NFT. Unless you spin that Starlace, which you can't spin right now, which is exactly why we've said delist your NFTs unless you're okay with that. Because once again, it's just a virtual in-depth currency only. It doesn't hold value currently. Uh, so you can always accumulate even more on your other NFTs. Um, and I do want to add, we do have hard staking being designed with one of our partnerships that we haven't revealed yet. That will be a whole different process, but same concept as the Starlace is actually pegged to the NFT and carries value. When you list it, it will reflect that Starlace and it will, it will transfer to somebody's wallet if they buy it from you. So keep that in mind. Uh, that is the one thing that's kind of unique and, and a little bit different as well. All right. Awesome. I think uh, that ends our show. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for um, being a part of the Skelly's movement <laughs> and um, and being our friends. You know, I think that that's like the most important thing. So um, I'd like to say 
happy, good thoughts, but EJ says them best. So EJ, if you want to share your goodbye, and then we can uh, end the show. Absolutely. Thank you once again, everyone for stopping in and listening and, and double thank you to, to the ladies for always showing up and putting in the work no matter what it takes. Uh, and Max, thank you for stopping by and, and hanging out. We always enjoy your, uh, your love and, and everything you've been doing for us. But as we always say at Space Skellies, choose to find the good and the bad, no matter what the situation may be. Go make the world a better place today. Hold someone, hold a door, give someone a hug, tell someone thank you. And to just, just be a good person, guys. It doesn't take much. Just be a good person. Um, and bands, once again, like, seriously, thank you so much for all that you guys do. And uh, I don't think we tell you guys thank you enough. But that's it for today, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. See you guys. Bye. And if you guys want to like pressure kudos into like responding to me so he can be on the show, that's fine. Cause like we had already talked about it. He just hasn't said anything. I'll see. All right, guys. Bye. Goodbye, everyone. and like Taoism. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, inevitably it kind of starts to happen. Tripping on the bird app, listening to nerds laugh, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly. They just drowning in the bird bath. Fishing for some dry powder. Watch how we ignite the tower. Blowing up the bank accounts. Forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preaching open sauce, but don't listen to the code. And now it's mutiny, community, uprise. There's no more humility, futility, plus size. Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal. Which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles? Motherfucking West side shit, needle and noose Sticking with my armory, yam, beta and bruise Repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth Like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam Is it really worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think is a clear no we started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, this shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, huh? Less knee jerk, more evolution, less shit coin preachers Pretending to be teachers, y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rap fucks sucking up the cheddar The recipe is two steps, rinse and repeat Now we all in your butts, and we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you would be like don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like, is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost us a lot more than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces.